from the Stand Up Talk Radio Network. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you have a way harder time getting through life than the average person, Ari. I, I don't know why anybody would listen to this. I know I won't. Ari, your advice single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. Welcome to Unlicensed Therapy. On this podcast, we have my friends coming in to share what troubles them, their issues, what keeps them awake at night and I try and give them the best advice I can to improve their life and hopefully some of you listening have those same issues and can relate to these things hopefully this podcast helps you with your issues now I'm in my early 20s I don't have much life experience I have no formal training in therapy in fact I have no training whatsoever in therapy I wasn't a psychology major in college I'm not even the guy my friends go to for advice. But you know what? I care. This week, we have a friend. His name's Ken Gar. Good to be back. I haven't been back in a couple years. Got in a little bit of a trouble with the law last time I was here. It was bullshit. I got pulled over leaving the bar. That's horseshit. All right? We should get like a five-minute head start. Are you kidding me? Like, what is it, your second day, asshole? <laughs> he pulls me over. He's like, yeah, I pulled you over for a tailgating. I'm like, we're not even at Lambeau Field, you asshole. <laughs> Do you see any sausages in my car? <laughs> He's like, get out of the car. I get out of the car. He's like, you've been drinking tonight? I go, why? Are you buying? Don't say that. <laughs> Don't don't say that to them. They hate it. <laughs> He's like, sir. He's like, I believe you're intoxicated. I want to give you this breathalyzer test. It's a little black box. It's got a tube sticking out. It's going to tell me how drunk you are. <laughs> sir, I can tell you how drunk I am. <laughs> His name was Jose Cuervo. So I'm like, you know what? I'm screwed. I'm going to jail. I might as well have fun with these cops. So I took that little box. I went, Psh, captain's log. <laughs> Start eight, four, seven, nine, two, three. I've been detained by two aliens from the black hole. We'll call them a-holes. <laughs> so I'm sitting in jail in Appleton. Yes. Now I'm back, man. Hey, guys. Ken hey, Ari. He's hey, a Dr. Comedian. Ari. Yeah. Now, Ken, from yeah. an outside perspective, this is just from my perspective. Mm -hmm. You've been in L.A. a year. Yeah. Everyone likes you. I don't think there's a person that goes, I don't like that guy. Oh, that's nice. I, I, I can't think of anyone. You're funny. Mm -hmm. You're passed at the Ice House. Yeah. You're passed at Flappers. Yeah. You're getting on a lot of shows. Yeah. You host open mics. Yeah. You don't work a regular job. Not right now, no. You don't have any set responsibilities. Not really, no. You have a girlfriend. I do. A roof, a car. Mm -hmm. On paper, yeah. it seems like everything 
you should be happy in life. Yeah. You should be. Now you're a comedian, so you're obviously damaged on the inside. Oh, very much, yeah. Mm-hmm. But overall, you should be happy. So why are you here? Um, yes and no. I think uh, I'm happy that I'm doing and working on the things that I want to do. Uh, but it's got its own stress. I think, uh, you know, my relationship with my girlfriend has definitely been stressed. Do you she, think that's the biggest issue in your life right now? Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. She moved out here with me. She was uh, born and raised in Chicago. She lived in Arizona for a little while. Um, didn't like it. Moved back to Chicago. And then uh, and then she came out to California. And um, she's, you know, she's. it's funny from my perspective, she's doing great out here. She's, she's rocking it, but uh, she doesn't like it. She doesn't like the people. She doesn't like the culture. She doesn't like the weather. How do you not like this weather? Uh, she said she, hate, she hates it that it's always so sunny. She that likes, sounds like bullshit. She kinda. likes storms and seasons and, and snow. and. So if you could change your relationship mm-hmm. with her, how would you change it? I don't think I can change it. I think it's up to her. Um, I, I know that as you alluded, I work very hard. So I'm out seven nights a week. I've been waiting a very long time to do stand up full time. You know, I had a very serious corporate job for many, many years. And so I am working as hard as I can, as diligently as I can before, you know, I use up all my savings and all, you know, I have to go out and get a, you know, real job. So I'm trying Mm -hmm. to launch my career so that I don't have to do that because ultimately that'll get in the way of what I really want to do. So, um, so I know that I need to like be more available to her, you know, like Mm -hmm. date nights or, you know, and, um, you know, but it's, it's really about what she, she has to do. I mean, she has to be happy. Ultimately she's, and I told her this, she's in charge of her own happiness. I'm not in charge of her happiness. That's not my job. You know, my job is to be a good boyfriend. You know what? what? I think part of being a good boyfriend. Yeah is being partially in charge for her happiness. No. If she's not happy. Yeah. As a, you love her? Yeah. As her lover, as her partner in life. Yeah. You have to say to her, baby, or what is that the nickname babe, you use with babe. her? Babe. Babe. Yeah. Babe. Babe. I can see you're not that happy. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, what can I do? I've said that. To, you just said, but just a second ago, you said that you wouldn't do anything to me it's up to her no i i've we've had that conversation and she has said i'm miserable in la and i said well what can i do other than quitting comedy or moving back to chicago mm-hmm. do to make this a more enjoyable situation for you yeah can i work less can we go and try and find a bigger apartment can we you know I, what, what is it that you need for me and she says i don't know I don't know. I need to go figure it out for myself. I'm going to go back to Chicago where she's at right now. Mm-hmm. And how long is she there for? She's there for two weeks. And it's been how long? Um, I think it's been a week. She's coming back next Tuesday. So she left last Tuesday. Do you miss her? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And have you talked via the telephone? Briefly. Have you told her you missed her? No. Why not? Because... Uh, we're at a point in the wherever, whatever you want to call this, a uh, breakup or a relationship or whatever. Are you guys on a break? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. We don't Have really. Either of you said the words break. Are we on a break? 
step back. You take a take a step back. How long have you guys been going out for? Two and a half years. And you were married before that. Uh, I was for how long? Almost three years. So it's about that same time. Yeah, I I tend to have three year relationships and then they then they end. Better than two year relationships. Good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Now, does part of you feel like this is the second three-year relationship that's on the downward third. slope? Third three-year relationship that's on the downward slope. At least slope. the third. Does yeah. part of you say to yourself, it's me? Yeah. I'm self-sabotaging these relationships. Yes. I do say that. I feel like if I was a therapist, I'd have a continuation for that. Well, actually, you're talking way too much to be a therapist. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've I've had a therapist, uh, and he, well, maybe there's different you, you've, styles. You've said more, yeah. There are, I maybe, guess that, yeah. Maybe I just do a different style. <laughs> I have done everything that I think I can do to make myself emotionally available to her, and at some point, you have to back off and just let them figure it out for themselves. Yeah, and that, it's at that point. It's at that point, and so. I had to be respectful of her time, give her her space. And at the same time, I'm in charge of my own happiness. So I need to make sure that uh, that I'm getting what I want out of this relationship. Yeah. Sex. No, not just sex, but intimacy. You cuddling. Know, cu- yeah. Cuddling, hugging, loving. Now, this is something that I've tried in my previous relationships. It's never worked for me, but I'm wondering one if of you've them tried or it. Or what? Both, Both correct. I've okay. had two relationships, <laughs> okay. and uh, it it didn't work for me. But I'm wondering if you've given it a shot in your relationship, and has it worked for you? Have you ever just tried begging? You know, just yes. crying and yeah, begging for her. Yeah, my ex-wife and her, and that didn't work for you no. either. My ex-wife. I wrote a list of all the things that I had ever done wrong. Wrong. It was a confessional, like. I know that you hate when I do this. I know you hate when I do that. And these are the things that I want to change. And these are the things. But you have to understand, Ari, that when girls decide. Right. It's already done. It's done. There's nothing you can do. They have checked the fuck out. You know what I mean? And so I'm at at that, that junction, I guess, in the relationship where I just have to say, look, she needs time. Figure it out. She needs to figure it out, man. Like, I can't make her love Los Angeles. I can't make her love being broke. And I can't make her love dating a comedian who's out seven nights a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What I can do is I can be the best boyfriend I can be, you know, for what I had to offer, you know, making her lunch in the morning or making the coffee or maybe ironing her shirts or having lunch with her while she's at work. You know what I mean? There's things that I can do and and... I need to be the best boyfriend I could be while with the limited time I have. But sometimes, you know, when she's 31 and she told me when we got together, she wanted to get married. She wanted to have kids. You know what I mean? That's ultimately what I think it's about. And yeah. And you're not at the point where you can give that. Not right now. But I mean, I, I, there's nothing to say that I would never marry her. Right. I absolutely would. But, you know, I need to figure out, you know, this is something that I've been wanting to do for 15 years, this comedy thing. Mm -hmm. And... You know, even though I may, you know, I, I don't know what may become of it, but at least I know that I'm yeah. doing it and I'm happy. Let me ask you this. A lot of people 
they come out here with a time frame. Yeah. Of how long they're going to give themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you have one of those? I do, but I'm not like it's not a countdown. I think not a countdown, but a general, yeah. a general yeah. time. And I would like for you to share that on this podcast. Right? I, know I think by the time I'm, I'm 40, I'm 37 right now. So you have roughly, you've given yourself three, four, five years. Well, three years. Yeah. Well, just to, to, and, and let me define and that. Been here a year. So I've, three more years. No, two years. So I'll be 38 in March, which is what? Six months from now. So two and a half years from now. Now, have you tried telling this to your girlfriend? Have you said, listen, baby? Yeah. Babe. 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 Babe, baby, babe, babe's short for baby. Yeah. Babe. Listen, babe. Yeah. I've been doing comedy for 12 years. Yeah. It's been a dream of mine to move to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and pursue it full time. Yeah. To be able to live my dream, not have to work a job that I'm miserable going to every day, to be mm-hmm. able to love what I'm doing as much as I love spending time with you. Yeah. Now I'm... I'm 37 years old. I know it's an unrealistic dream. I know it probably isn't going to happen, but it could. Right. Now, what if I vow to you that if I'm 40, yeah. 41, 42, and nothing, and there's still no glimmer of hope for me out here, and I'm still hosting the Ice House open mic every Wednesday? Yeah. Then I'll go get my old jab back. We'll go to Chicago, and we'll start our life together. Yeah. We told her that. No, I haven't said specifically that this is what the plan is because I don't, uh, it's not fair to say because I don't know if I believe it. And it might change. Yeah. The, of course the plan might change. Right. I mean, that's why I'm not married anymore. You know, we went from, I went from like, oh, this is a fun hobby to, oh, I'm getting booked every weekend. Oh, I'm opening for bigger names. Oh, you know what I mean? So like it took, mm-hmm. it became something of its own. And so I can't say to her, hey, but if I'm by my 40th birthday, I'm not making X amount of money or if I'm not at this level, then I'll just stop because I won't stop. I won't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm it might be a miserable life and I might have to go get some type of day job or something. But I think and not to change the subject, but I think her concern overall is, is that am I doing enough right now to am I working hard enough? Would so she thinks you might not be working hard enough. I th- I think that she feels like because because she has to go off and work all day, and so it's like, all right, well, what did you write today? No, okay, well, did you work on the corporate stuff you wanted to work on? Oh no, not really. So there's definitely more things that I could be doing. You know what I'm saying wow. I think that's yeah, what I she wasn't wants expecting to see. That yeah, so she almost she wants you to be doing more for your career. Right, she's pushing you. That's that sounds like a really great thing in a it is. girlfriend yeah it is and i don't i and i have said you're right and i think if i were to start booking like cuz i want to do like kind of motivational sales comedy type stuff you know what i mean i think no. what what is that so it's like it's like basically you know i've got 15 years experience in corporate sales and mm-hmm. all of these companies go and they have what they call these like kickoff meetings mm-hmm. and they bring in a speaker like it might be like Coach Jimmy Johnson or Jackie Joyner Kersey or, mm-hmm. you know, and depending on their budget, they might bring in like a comedian to come in Got it. and talk a little bit about sales, but using their humor. Right. Right. So there's a niche there and it pays pretty well. You know what I mean? And I think she wants to start seeing 
that kind of thing. that kind of effort come in. You know what I mean? And I think you know, um, you know, I just got an email today for um, uh, last comic standing an audition. Mm-hmm. So like, I think things like that where it's like she's she I she's very much a planner. Most women are, and I think as a woman, she needs to know that if she's going to make this sacrifice, that it's going to pay off. But for me, I'm such a dreamer and such a believer that it's like, well, I'm I'm hard headed. I'm like, well, either you believe or you don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. either stay or go. I don't give a fuck. Well, I really do care. You know what I'm saying? I care yeah. a lot. But you know, I think right now she's just kind of hedging her bets and saying, okay, you know. But that also says to me, is there something in her mind that says, I don't think he's got it. I don't think he can make it. Maybe she just has, it's not that she believes that. She just has her doubts. Like, I'm sure you have your own self-doubts. Oh, of course. Everyone has doubts. Yeah. But I, I don't think she would have been with you in the first place if. Right. I don't think so either. she really didn't believe in you. No, I think she does. And I yeah. and, and she's never dated a comedian before. Because she's worked at comedy clubs her whole life. Yeah. And she never once dated a comedian. I'm the first comedian she's ever dated. And I think it speaks a lot yeah. to her and to what. Like she's, I've never, I've never questioned her commitment to to me and my success, but I think she just wants to start seeing it pay off. And Los Angeles is a hard city to live in. Really hard. It's so difficult. It's very it's stressful. It's expensive. People can't drive for shit. It's hot too. We live in the Valley. It's hot it's as hot. shit. These comedy gigs that we get don't pay. No. Hosting the open mics don't pay. I'm no, you know, and I'm actually doing okay, but I mean, still, like I get a twenty five dollar spot at the Ice House. I mean, what's that going to pay for? Right. You know, after I tip the bartender and ha- you know pay yeah. for gas, I've, I'm up seven bucks. I mean, so it's not like paying the rent. No. And I'm not in the position, not. and I'm not in the position to go on the road right now. Even if I were, they're break even gigs. You right. Know what I'm saying I'm going to make six hundred for the weekend, but I'm going to co- it's going to cost me three hundred for the flight and a couple hundred bucks in spending money. Right. You know, so you know, I'm just at that point in my career. So, but I'm I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I'm in charge of my happiness. You're scraping by doing what you want yeah. to be doing. And I don't care, man. I don't like, I, I made a lot of money and I, how much? I made 200 grand a year. 200 grand a year. Yeah. At the end, I was six like, figures. Yeah. Wow. And so I walked how many away. How work weeks were those? How many what? How many hours a week did you work? I don't know, 40, 50. Wasn't so a not, lot. not insane. No. Just, Normal just work hours. was good at what I did. Well, not that good. I got fired, but you did. Yeah, I got fired the day before I quit. <laughs> <laughs> the day before I quit, I was gonna I was gonna quit on August first, and they fired swear to God. Yeah, swear to God, gonna, they, they fired me on they, July. Do you 30th. think it's because they knew you were gonna quit? No, it's because my boss hated me, and he put me on some performance plan. So you weren't that good at what you did then. No, I was. Well, if you were that good, they wouldn't have fired you. That's fair. But there are other uh, variables. Of course. Right. So my boss and I did not like each other. Why? So um, we just had different uh, views on how a sales organization should be run. You were trying to, you were stepping on his toes a little bit. Um. Yeah, because he was a bully and I don't deal with that. I just kind of like at one point I laughed in his face and that kind of angered him. I did. It was the greatest. I, it was the greatest I, day of my life. I feel like that says says a lot. Like you're a comedian too. I feel yeah. like most comedians don't really respond well to authority no. figures. No. 
Did you did you ever get bullied growing up? Yes. How'd you handle it to those bullies? Ran away. Ran away. Yeah. You never stepped it up. No, I couldn't. You're because you were small. No, because I have health issues. I've got brittle bones. You have brittle bones. Yeah. How many bones have you broken? Thirty-five. Seriously? Yeah. Thirty-five bones. Yeah. How? Because they're brittle. Yeah. What do you do to break them? Fall off bikes. Fall off fences. Get pushed down. Got my leg caught in a training wheel. Got into a fight. Got uh, broke my jaw playing basketball. Jumped a curb on a bike and fell off and broke my elbow. Thirty-five uh, bones. Had a mosh pit start around me and got broke my ribs. Wow. Played softball. Played football. Like, I mean, you'd think after your maybe fourth bone, yeah, you'd be like, I'm just not gonna do any sort of physical. <laughs> you can't. Well, like, yeah. I mean, you you just it, it wouldn't even make a difference. I broke my leg one day. <laughs> When I was a kid, got my cast off, went home, and broke it again. Just walking. It doesn't matter. So, yeah. So, I'd, I if I got, in, you know, if I ran into the neighborhood bully, I would just run away. That's intense. Yeah. You've had a... This is unlicensed therapy, Ari. You wanted is, it. Uh, so, do you think that... Are you prepared for this? Are you... Can you handle this right now? I mean, I'm, I can handle it, but okay. I'm definitely, I feel like I'm not helping in any way. <laughs> what else do you want to know about me? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out these things. It's it's hard to... Uh, I, what do you think about my girlfriend, my situation with my girlfriend? You think it's over? You think we're done? You know, I, cause I, I don't want to say that. Okay. I, don't, I don't think it necessarily is. It. it I'd what say would you tell her it, if she were here? Well, I'd ask her side of it. Okay. And she, what, let's say she's like, yeah, basically what he's saying is true. Yeah. It is. I'm being then, God's honest. Because no, I no. asked her, what what do I need to do as your boyfriend to save this? she said, I this? want you to work harder. She goes, you cannot change. No, that wasn't it. She yeah. goes, you cannot change the state of California. Right. I miss Chicago. Right. So, so I I mean, as there's unlicensed therapy, and I want to tell you how to make it all better, but... Okay. But I mean, I can tell you there's plenty of fish in the sea, Ken. <laughs> Is that what I'm paying for? Or plenty of fish? You know, I would also tell you. I've certainly run to a couple of whales. I would also tell you <laughs> that, you know, to some guys, if they really, if that girlfriend really was yeah. the girl of your dreams. Yeah. And you loved her with your whole heart. Yeah. And you saw yourself marrying her. So a lot of guys would be like, you know what? I love comedy, but she's more important to me. Well, I could flip that and say, I could flip that on her. And say, yeah, if she if loved you, loved then me, she should stay she, here she, for she, you. Here's, totally. what, here's what I thought of today in the shower while I was crying. It was, she hates Los Angeles more than, than she, she loves, loves me. You. Yeah. So you can't, like, what do you want me no, to do? True. And I'll tell you a story, real quick story. No, yeah, do it. My dad was a firefighter, and they're they're gone 24 hours a day, and then they're they're off for 48, and then they pick up side jobs. So they work 70, 80 hours a week. So my dad was a fireman for one day, and then an electrician for the other two days. And finally, my mom's like, I can't take this schedule. You need to quit being a fireman. She goes, you have got, I think it was like a week to think about it, right? So then... He, at the end of the week, he said to her, I'm not going to stop being a firefighter. 
And she said, why not? He goes, because every time I see a fire engine, I'm going to resent you. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, Mm -hmm. I I can't, like I've, I've given up everything. $200,000 a year. Alexis, a house, a dog. I got fired. Yeah. But I could go, I could, I I, I could send it. I know you don't, but I could send an email tomorrow and, and, you know, get back into that, that world. Yeah. But I'm saying like, I gave up my dog that I had for seven years, six years. I gave up, I rented out my house. I traded an Alexis for a Civic. I, like I've done, I've given up everything for a shot at uh, something that probably that, may not happen. Isn't that uh, white people problems right there? It is. I gave up my Lexus for a Civic. <laughs> I'm renting out the house that I own I, right now to pay for my uh, my apartment <laughs> oh in my the God. valley. I sound like the biggest douche right now. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> No, but but I get it. These are the yeah. issues that you think about. Well, you give up the life that you've had. And you could have yeah. the most perfect life in the world. You could be yeah. whoever your idol is. Your rich and famous can be an idol. Which is, sure. who, who is that? Who would be your number one? Probably Eddie Murphy. You could be Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And I guarantee you, Eddie Murphy has problems that he created for himself in his head, whether it be yeah. relationship or Sure, whatever. he's been divorced. You know, even him. now, like you could think that guy has it all. Oh yeah. You, you look at Ken Gar from an outsider, be like that guy has it all. He's he's in at the ice house. Yeah. He doesn't work a job. He has a car. Right. He's got a girlfriend. I'm blessed. I and trust me, I'm I'm blessed. But I think everyone's got their story. Yeah. I guess as your therapist. Yeah. It's tough being your therapist just because you're older than me and you have like <laughs> more more life experience. Yeah. This 24-year-old guy's going to fix my problems. And yeah, I probably will. You probably will. I probably will fix them all. You're going to probably write a poem for me to give to her. This happened yeah. off mic. Off mic, it did. Uh, we were talking about Ken's relationship woes. Mm-hmm. And I said, have you tried writing his girlfriend a poem? And he said, no. So I wrote her a poem for him. Yeah. Did he give it to her? No, he did no, not. Because I was at that jun- that critical junction you ever get to that point where a relationship there you can't do anything right? You could buy, I could have buy a Ferrari and she'd be like, "Why is it yellow?" You know what I'm saying? Like you're just at like that you're point. At each other. Yeah. Are, are you at the point where you snap at each other all the time? Oh yeah. Or she snaps at you? Yeah. Yeah, but you, you know, know what? And I'll tell. Can I tell you another story? Yeah. I knew I knew that my marriage was done when I went to a baseball game with my wife and the outfielder almost dropped an easy fly ball and he was running in from left field and I yelled to him. I was like, "Hey, you know." Don't have a shit, you know, don't quit your day job or some some crazy stupid line. Yeah. And my wife looked at... Is that an MLB game? This is, yeah, at the White Sox. Okay. And my wife looked at me and she goes, don't be that guy. And I knew my my marriage was over. That's pretty weird. I just knew. Just that, yeah. I mean, I was just like, you married that guy. That's the guy I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not... Like, this is who I've always been. It's the guy you fell in love with. It's the guy you dated. It wasn't like I... When the things you you love turn into the things you hate. Yeah. And when she, when she, when her laughs turn into eye rolling or when her laughter turns into size, then you're done. It's done. So I'm not saying that her and I Is are done. Happening? I don't. Oh yeah. In yeah. This new relationship? Oh yeah. You know, and, and I think the fact that she's, you know, for her, she left a comedy club and now she's working at a comedy club. <laughs> and so it's like, she wanted a fresh start. She wanted something new and she's not getting it, you know? But that's on her a little Absolutely. bit, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that drives me nuts is that a lot of these girls that I'm with, 
uh, a lot of these relationships I'm in, they're like, well, everything's always on your terms. I'm like, well, you agree to those terms. I think you should send her that poem, Ken. I think I should. Because why not? What do you got to lose? At this point, I don't have anything to lose. Yeah, here it is. You got it. T is for tolerant, as you are tolerant of my shenanigans. I is for inspired, as you keep me inspired. F is for fantasy, as you are my fantasy woman. F is for friend, as you are my best friend. A is for adorable, as you are the most adorable lady in the world. N is for never, as I never want to imagine life without you. Y is for yummy, as you have a yummy, yummy ass. (laughs) 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 That spells Tiffany, everybody. Why why don't we just call it Ari's poetry? (laughs) You know what? Now, if you sent that to her, how could she possibly eye roll or be mad at that? That's a good point. How could she, like, you all heard it. That's the true test. You know, if she doesn't smile and respond back saying, I love you and I miss you. To Can that, I tell her that I wrote it, though? Of course. Okay. Hopefully she doesn't hear this podcast. Uh, it's true. But okay. if you sent a girl that and she doesn't respond saying, I miss you, do you really want to be with that girl anyway? I'm pasting it right now. I'm sending it to her. Yeah. I think... The fate of my relationship lies on In the this poem. poem and that if that I poem just if she responds back saying I miss you, yeah. Then this podcast is it, then I am a good therapist. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. Or why? a good poetry writer, one of the two. God, you're really someone told good. me that I wrote yeah. poetry at a seventh grade level and it, it genuinely <laughs> I pretended like it didn't really hurt me, but it yeah. hurt it hurt. That that's that's Did that seem seventh grade level to you? No. That was that was emotional. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't like I would say it was not complex, but I wouldn't put it, it wasn't on a compl- seventh grade. Yeah, level. it wasn't complex, but I mean, you know, you know, you can't pick the average dude off the street and no. him write a poem like that. There's nothing average about that much you. emotion. There's nothing. There's nothing average about you. You're an unlicensed therapist for crying out loud. <laughs> I I have zero expectations, but I sent her a poem and I feel good. Uh, okay, here's a question for you. Yeah. You, be, you love this girl. I do. And, and nothing wrong with that. Mm? Nothing, I don't no. I don't look down upon you for loving. What is love? Yeah. Baby, don't hurt That's, me. And by the way, Ken did not write that song. Um, but you've been together three years. Yeah. And you're kind of, you know, you're at a point in the relationship where you don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Do you want this girl to stay here and continue being with you? Yeah. You want her. Yeah. You do. I need her. You need her. Yeah. She keeps your engine on fire. She's she did. Well, now it's pretty bad, but I mean up until just a few months ago. Yeah, I mean she's my break from it all. She's she's without her having been here the first few months, I don't know if I could have stayed here. It was that hard. You know, you just come into a new scene, you know, you're already a veteran coming from where you're coming from, you know, but no one's heard of you. I don't have any management. You know what I'm saying? So like without her to kind of talk me off the ledge, you know, and, but I still need that, you know, I need her to, to do that. But I, you know, at the same time, her goals are different than mine. And I think at the end of the day, either I have to, we have to come together or we're just to not be together. doesn't mean I don't love her. This is one of those things. This is one of those difficult situations in that we care and love about, we love each other, but 
our lives are just in different directions right now. So it's like, it's not like, and I told her, I told her, I don't want to get to a point where we have to like make ourselves hate each other just to get, just to break up. Like, I don't want to do that. I love, I love, I love her too much. I respect her too much. You opened up a can, you know a can of worms here. You opened up Pandora's well, box. You know, you know, I'm, I'm talking about a lifetime of broken bones. Um, do you feel like you lost. got something from venting at all? Out? I do. I feel good. Then I think I did my job. I think you did. You know what? I think this is this is a blessing. You know, it's, it usually doesn't fix itself in one session. It's a good point. The podcast session's free. Right. I can continue giving you therapy off air. Yeah. But I do charge a hundred dollars an hour. Oh, that's way out my price range. Once I quit comedy and get my jobs back in sales, then I'll. Well, Ken, we're out of time this week. Oh, this flies by. But I can't wait. Yeah. To hear you're definitely gonna have to let me know what happens when she comes back. Okay. How she responds to the poem that I wrote you. Okay. Which is my little therapy trick is a lot of therapists don't write their clients poetry. They, they, it's patients. highly unorthodox. A lot of psychiatrists, psychologists frown upon yeah. therapists who write their clients poetry, mm-hmm. their patients poetry, but not me. It's my method. I think it's all going to work out for you. I really do. Especially after this therapy session. Yeah. And for those of you listening, the start of episode two will be an update on what happened. Okay. With comedian Ken Gar. I feel good. Would you recommend this to your friends? Yeah. Who need therapy? Absolutely. You would? Yeah, your couch is comfortable. That's great. Great to hear. Now, you could find Ken at his newly redesigned website, Mm -hmm. KenGar.com. You could also find him uh, through Facebook. Now, how you find him through Facebook, add me on Facebook and then search through my friends to find Ken. Thanks, Ari. Thanks for listening to Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Manis. I hope that helped all you guys out there. Unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.